There is, of course, the Philadelphia style. And I think we all sort of tie it to ECW. But it actually goes pretty well before that. And it's sort of because of the Philadelphia fans have always been sort of rowdy and into the heels and loving the brawling. But it was really solidified, I think, in the Tri-State Wrestling Alliance, 91, 90, no, I think 90, 91 into 92, run by Joel Goodhart. And Tri-State would bring in big-name, top-name brawlers and do a bloody style of work that was just phenomenal. You'd have Terry Funk, you'd have Abdullah the Butcher, but most importantly, you had Cactus Jack and Eddie Gilbert. And they had a phenomenal feud. For me, it was the feud of 1991. Was Cactus versus Eddie. And this is the best match they did. And it was really three matches. It was best out of it was best two out of three, false count anywhere, stretcher cage match. They'd already done a barbed wire match, I think. I can't I can never remember the order of this because I had a tape back in the day of uh, the best of Cactus versus Eddie. And it didn't have them in order. In fact, it opened with uh, Cactus and Luna versus Eddie and Medusa as the main, as the first match. And I know that wasn't the first match in the set. This series of matches is amazing. And it addresses the problem of two out of three falls matches where it's hard to get heat in the second fall because everyone knows that the person who won the first fall isn't going to win the second fall because you aren't going to have them win two in a row. I think it was the Briscoe brothers, actually, in ROH, sort of changed that idea in the concept that they were winning two falls straight every time. It was who's going to take them to the third fall, which was a very smart way to go. These matches are nuts. And watching it today, you see how this led to one of the major threads of ECW. That is the violence, the blood, the brawling. But another way that this is something that really did show in ECW, in the the more is less concept. And we're going to talk about this a lot in 1995. I'm going to do sort of a really sort of special 1995, the year in brawling thing. That's going to be sort of the turning point for this one. But in 92, in 91, what you had was this massive, it wasn't just a single gimmick match. It was three gimmick matches, three different gimmick matches. And in essence, it was saying one gimmick isn't enough. And this had built from gimmick match to gimmick match. And now this is three at a time. And the brawling is great. Cactus in 1991 was probably at his best. You could argue 95 too. And actually, I know a lot of folks who would say 98, 99. Or late 97 through early 99 was his peak. I don't think that's quite right because of he was at one point sort of holding back but at the same point sort of still giving when he was in the WWF but at the same time 
here where he was unrestrained, sometimes he was putting more out of himself than was necessary for the match, which, of course, is fine. But at the same time, it gets hard to watch a guy bleed over and over again. And Cactus, as the master of... Not just the master of the blade job, but the master of the of the stiff work. He was phenomenal. And he was willing to take things that other people weren't. Eddie Gilbert, and I will say this my entire life, he's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Him, Ray Stevens, Nick Bockwinkle, Kenta Kobashi, they're like the guys to me. One of the reasons why Eddie was a genius, and I say that with full understanding of what genius implies, he understood how to present his character within a giant, massive context of a show. So in ECW, when he did the King of Philadelphia, when he was booking, because he always wanted to be able to say he was the king, he wanted to be Jerry Lawler, let's be honest. He understood what that meant and how it infused the entire show with Eddie Gilbertness. He did that in every individual match. He was a brilliant worker. He understood pacing of a match, not only of a match, but of a feud better than anyone. It's why he was one of the truly great, magical bookers. If you watch his run in Continental, if you watch his run in uh, Mid-South, he was phenomenal when he got to book ECW. I know a lot of people say he was overwhelming, but I disagree. Here was a guy who understood wrestling at a very, very granular level. He got every individual piece of it and knew how it worked. So when he is presented in this epic brawl, he knows exactly how much to sell. He knows exactly how much offense to do. He knows at what point to sell a punch as world-shattering and at what point to not sell the punch at all. He was a, not a big guy. Cactus was much, much bigger. But in order to have that credibility to work with him, he had to, at some point, pull back his cell. This is something about brawling, I think, that gets missed. Brawling is not just about stiff offense. It is about understanding what to sell in what way to get an effect from the audience that makes them believe the offense that is going on. Eddie was great at it. So is Cactus, of course, but Eddie here shows that he was a master of it. This match is great. Sadly, all the YouTube videos I found of it are not of very good quality. Even the videotapes I remember seeing when I was younger weren't of great quality either. Both of these guys would have some great time ahead. Uh, Eddie died, I believe, in 94, maybe 95. Way too young. Far too young. His last opponent was a bear. That sort of tells you the trajectory of his career. But he changed wrestling. Everything we are going to see 
from this point forward was affected by Eddie Gilbert and his booking of the late 80s and early 90s. ECW, the Attitude Era, FMW to a point, and I'll sort of talk about that later. All of it had his sort of fingerprints on it, along with Eric Emery, along with Bill Dundee. We'll talk more about that later, too. This is a perfect point where you can see the future in two guys. Cactus, who would go on to become one of the biggest stars in the history of the business. Easily the best brawler. I will put him over Bruiser Brody, no, no doubt. Bruiser was a better wrestler. When Bruiser wanted to go, he could go. But he often real, but he realized that often you just need to smack a guy around. What you gonna do? These guys change the business, and these matches. Well, this match, I guess. This is really a significant point that shows what the future is going to become. This is every bit as important as Funk versus Flair, and I quit. <laughs> 